Hello everyone, good day. I am Daryl from the Philippines and today I am going to talk about the Fratelli Tutti which is the third encyclical of Pope Francis. It answers some questions on universal fraternity and social friendship. It highlights the universal dimension of the doctrine of fraternal love. It also gives a new direction and vision of fraternity and social friendship, leading us to dream for a single human family and as a fellow travelers sharing the same flesh. Its universality is highlighted because it is addressed to all people of goodwill who welcome this invitation to dialogue. In other words, people from all walks of life, regardless of race, gender, color, status, or age. Its title, Fratelli Tutti, is an expression of St. Francis of Assisi to his brothers and sisters to encourage them to have a way of life marked by the flavor of the gospel. St. Francis invites men and women to a love that transcends beyond geography and distance. Now let's go to the encyclical. Pope Francis begins his discussion by stating the realities in the world and puts this encyclical into the heart of humanity. It means it is grounded in reality and not something beyond our situation. In response to this phenomenon, Fratelli Tutti encourages us to take the way of closeness, which is the culture of encounter. Patterned after the parable of the Good Samaritan, we are also invited to be like the Good Samaritan, who did not hesitate to accept and love the suffering person as his neighbor. Jesus tells us not to decide who is close enough to be our neighbor, but rather that ourselves become neighbors to all. We are encouraged to actively join and be involved in rehabilitation of our wounded society. We need an all-embracing love that does not care if a brother or a sister in need comes from one place or another. Love itself shatters the chains that keeps us isolated and separate. Love that bridges. It also highlights the words of Jesus, You are all brothers and sisters. This is a universal fraternity which requires openness. This would lead us to love which calls a greater ability to accept others and to reach out to our least brethren. In loving others, we will always find fulfillment in ourselves. Thus, we will be able to go beyond borders which is the basis of social friendship. But to do this, we have to do concrete ways that the encyclical suggests. First, to have a sense of community. Secondly, to fight the structural causes of poverty and inequality. Third, to require the government to be active and present and to invest in helping the vulnerable sectors. Fourth, to ensure that no one is left behind. Fifth, to establish a sustainable peace based on a global ethic of solidarity and service. Each person must learn how to see the value of every human individual and respect each other's right to live with dignity. The encyclical also urge us to recognize our capacity to love and so to open our hearts to humanity. In politics, the encyclical gives us the description of what is meant to have a better politics, the one which is sincerely promoting common good and not only to gain votes, a politics that serves as a channel for personal growth, welcomes productive diversity and business creativity, the one which has a vision of afar, incapable of new, integral, and interdisciplinary dialogue, 
This gives us the idea of social charity, which makes love the common good that seeks the good of all. By doing so, the sacredness of every individual is recognized and respected. The encyclical affirms that the dialogue is vital in establishing friendship in society. It helps us to become approaching, to learn to speak and to listen. It helps us to look at things and leads us to coming to know and understand one another. Also, it facilitates us to find our common ground. By this, we recognize that each of us can learn something from each other, that no one is useless and no one is expendable. We are also taught by the encyclical about the beauty of forgiveness and reconciliation, which leads us to a profound encounter. This is our way of responding to Jesus' teaching to forgive 70 times 7 times. A true dialogue, abstaining from enmities and mutual hatred, being honest in discussing of differences founded on justice, no impunity and not falling into a vicious circle of vengeance, will give us a profound experience of true forgiveness and through reconciliation. Pope Francis, in his prayer, he said, I ask God to prepare our hearts to encounter our brothers and sisters so that we may overcome our differences rooted in political thinking, language, culture, and religion. In the last chapter, the encyclical points out the role of religions at the service of fraternity in our world. An appeal to have an awareness that we are all children of God should be part of our consciousness so that we can all live in peace with one another. He emphasized that the point of departure must be God's way of seeing things. For God sees with his heart. Fundamental religious convictions does not include violence. Instead, a sincere and humble worship of God bears fruit in respect for life, dignity, and freedom. He emphasized that religious leaders are called to be true people of dialogue, to cooperate in building peace as authentic mediators. Ultimately, Pope Francis also describes the church as a mother Church is a home with open doors for everyone. Since she builds bridges, she breaks down walls and plants the seeds of reconciliation. Good day and thank you for listening.